Hey, Smarty Pants, I've told you about my friends at Koala Moon and their awesome podcast that helps you fall asleep with bedtime stories. Well, guess what? They also have a daytime adventure show I know you're going to love. It's called Koala Shine, and it's hosted by my friend Kelly. Listen along as she enchants you with expertly crafted stories designed to excite, engage, and encourage you to think about life in an imaginative and mindful way. Starring fun characters like Coco the Koala, Hector and Sonny, the Frazzled Flamingo, and more, Koala Shine is a thrill with new episodes landing every Saturday morning. Since its launch, Koala Shine has been a huge hit. Its mix of entertainment and fun facts has hit a chord with kids and parents alike. Join my friends at Koala Shine now by searching Koala Shine wherever you listen to podcasts and start with the ancient Egyptian pyramid puzzle. It is a wild ride. Search Koala Shine now, hit follow, and let the adventures begin. Will you look at that, Emma? I see, Frank. It's incredible. Psst. Hey, Smarty Pants. I'm at Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming, standing near one of its most popular attractions, a powerful geyser known for shooting water 180 feet, or 55 meters, up into the air. That is almost as high as Disney's Cinderella Castle. As what? Did you say there's a castle around here? No, 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 don't. Just the guys are in lots of bears. Speaking of Yellowstone's world famous geyser, Smarty Pants, do you know the name of it? Is it A, the Diamond Geyser? B, the Yellowstone Geyser? C, Old Faithful? Or D, Old Yeller? Oh, I know. Nathaniel Langford called this here geyser Old Faithful when his expedition visited these woods seven years ago. That's right. Did you say Old Faithful too, Smarty Pants? Nice job. I had faith you'd know it. Oh, and just to clarify, I am not in the present time. Huh? The year is actually 1877, seven years after American explorer Nathaniel Langford's expedition discovered much of Yellowstone, and five years after Yellowstone became the world's first national park. With me now are brother and sister travelers Frank and Emma Carpenter, along with some of their friends and family. Uh, <clears throat> question, Mr. Narrator? Please, not so formal. Call me trusty narrator. Oh, <laughs> trusty narrator. Why did Mr. Langford call this geyser old faithful? Ooh, I know, because it's so reliable. Every 60 to 70 minutes, hot water shoots up from this spot. It never changes. Actually, geysers like Old Faithful change all the time. And by the 2020s, eruptions averaged about 95 minutes apart. We'll explain why in a little bit. But it will erupt again soon with hot water. Yes, uh, boiling water, in fact. The water that shoots out of Old Faithful is hotter than 200 degrees Fahrenheit or 95 degrees Celsius. I've got an idea. Let's use it to wash our clothes. What? Brilliant idea, Em. I've had a nasty ketchup stain on my trousers for days. Throw everything in this pillowcase. We'll stuff it into the geyser. Dingy, give me a muddy shirt. But I don't want to lose my favorite shirt in the geyser. 
Don't worry, we won't lose it. Okay. Um, I don't think you should be doing this. Aw, come on, narrator. Where's your spirit of adventure? Where's your love of experimentation? Where are your stinky socks? My socks? Yeah, they really stink. It's even upsetting the horses. (laughs) Yikes! Okay. We can stick this stone into the pillowcase to help it sink into the geyser. (gasps) Great idea. I sure hope this works. Hmm, maybe Old Faithful can shoot other things into the air. Like rocks, tree stumps, and our trash. Hmm, Smarty Pants, do you think that's a good idea? It sounds crazy, right? But guess what? This actually happened. Oh boy, I can hear it rumbling. Old Faithful's getting ready to pop. So, are geysers good clothes washers? How do geysers even work? What makes them so reliable? And should you stuff things inside of them? What could go wrong? Time for another whiff of science on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up! Everyone! We make smarting lots of fun! But who's smarted? Darcy blows! Wow, look how high our clothes are flying. Yes, it is true. Defying all common sense, in 1877, Frank and Emma Carpenter and the rest of their group at Yellowstone National Park tried using the world-famous geyser known as Old Faithful to wash their clothes. (gasps) Look, it worked. They're spotless. Even my shirt. Whoa. Oops, I dropped it in the mud again. But instead of being satisfied with their success... Hey, let's find more things to stuff in the geyser. They decided to keep experimenting. Frank Carpenter reported that they sent rocks, stumps, and rubbish 80 feet in the air. That's as high as four two-story houses stacked on top of each other. Yeehaw! Over the years, people have recklessly tossed things into Yellowstone's many geysers. Bottles, hands, handkerchiefs, coins, you name it. Many also threw in soap, but it wasn't to make their clothes cleaner. Can you guess why? Is it A, soap makes geysers sudsy? B, people showered there? Or C, soap might trigger an eruption? The answer is C. Making geysers erupt became so popular that local hotels and gift shops often ran out of soap. Thankfully, when the National Park Service was established in 1916, it brought an end to the soap tossing. And today, it's illegal to throw anything into Yellowstone's geysers. Aww. But that's a good thing. Because believe it or not, you can actually harm a geyser. Huh? Geysers have a rather complicated plumbing system made up of cracks in the earth that go down for miles beneath the surface. Just like you can cause problems at home by flushing the wrong things down a toilet. Uh 
Dad! Too much stuff can clog a geyser. So if I cram this piano into a geyser, I might actually hurt it? Oh, yes. Even small things like coins can disrupt a geyser's plumbing system, which must be in good shape for a geyser to work. Smarty Pants, besides plumbing, what else do you think geysers need? Is it A, magma, B, volcanic rock, or C, water? If you said C, water, you're right. But if you said A or B, you're also right. A geyser's water can come from nearby rivers, melting snow, or rainstorms. The water fills up the geyser's plumbing system, reaching all the way to the bottom, close to the Earth's hot magma, which sits about three miles or five kilometers down. By Jove, that's a long way down. Actually, Frank, compared to other spots on the planet, that's not far at all. Geysers are usually in areas that once saw volcanic activity. And many are close to the edges of tectonic plates, which are responsible for volcanoes and earthquakes. As you may know, tectonic plates are constantly moving, causing magma to rise and generating heat for geysers. Oh, let me guess. The magma heats the geyser water like a stove heats water in a tea kettle. You got it. But wait, when the water in a tea kettle boils, it doesn't shoot way up into the air. Why does that happen with a geyser? Geyser water is under pressure. Under pressure? Yes. Remember, there's about three miles worth of water pushing down on the water at the bottom. That's very heavy. That boiling water at the bottom requires a lot of heat energy to push the bubbles all the way to the surface. Way more energy than the water in a kettle needs. Because of this pressure, the temperature needed to get the water at the bottom of a geyser to boil is much higher than it takes to boil water on your stove. So what does that mean? Well, this temperature difference is very important. Smarty Pants, shout out the thing that water turns into when it boils. That's right, steam. The higher temperature not only causes the geyser water to boil, it also creates turbulence. All of that water movement pushes a small amount out of the geyser's opening. And that's when the fun begins. Suddenly, with a little less water in the geyser, there's less water pressure below. This means that the water can now boil at a lower temperature. But since a lot of the water is already above the normal boiling point, it suddenly turns into steam and expands to 1,500 times the volume of the water. Well, there's not enough room down there for water and all that steam. So it all gets pushed rapidly out the opening of the geyser, high into the air. Look how high it threw Dinty's shoes. Hey! Now, all of this pressure would be enough to wreck an ordinary tunnel underground. But most geysers survive because of another ingredient, a volcanic rock called 
rhyolite. Rhyolite contains minerals that seal the geyser's plumbing in order to contain the pressure. Once a geyser erupts, the eruption continues until all the water is out of the geyser, or the water cools enough for the action to stop. A geyser like Old Faithful can erupt two to six minutes and shoots out enough water to fill a small swimming pool. Cannonball! Then the cycle starts all over again, since the time to refill, boil, and erupt doesn't vary much from cycle to cycle, it's possible to guess when the next eruption might happen. But didn't you say Old Faithful's eruptions have gotten farther apart? I did. Why's that? I'll tell you right after this quick break. Hey, Smarty Pants, want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds, too. Learning a new language has always been on my to-do list, and thanks to Babbel, I can check it off. But it's not just about memorizing words. It's about understanding a culture, connecting with other people on a deeper level, and expanding my horizons. With Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons designed by over 150 language experts, I was able to get the hang of the basics of German in only three weeks. Babbel is convenient, effective, and genuinely fun. Best of all, Babbel has equipped me with real-life conversation skills, making it easy to order food, ask for directions, or shop in stores. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology has been a game-changer for my pronunciation, helping me sound like a local, or close to it. Dankeschön, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash smarted. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash smarted. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash smarted. Rules and restrictions may apply. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. Hey, parents and guardians, let's talk about something crucial, financial literacy for our kids. It's a conversation that's as important as any other childhood milestone. When I was a kid, I'd earn money doing chores with little to no understanding of what to do next. I'd stash my cash in a piggy bank, but didn't know why. I certainly didn't know much about saving or budgeting. If only Greenlight was around to give me the opportunity for hands-on financial learning. You see, Greenlight is a debit card and money app designed specifically for families. You can send your kids instant money transfers, get real-time notifications of spending, manage chores, and automate allowance, all while they learn how to handle money responsibly. With Greenlight, kids learn about saving for goals, budgeting for their wants and needs, and understanding the value of money. Yep, much better than just sticking money in a piggy bank. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash smarted. That's greenlight.com slash smarted to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash smarted. Now back to who's smarted. Smarty Pants, 
Now that you know how geysers work and how they're connected to volcanoes, tell me this. What do you think the Earth has more of? Volcanoes or geysers? If you guessed geysers, you're all wet. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, there are about 1,350 potentially active volcanoes around the world. But less than a thousand geysers. But here's the craziest part. More than half of them are in Yellowstone National Park. Whoa. But despite having the most geysers, Yellowstone does not have the oldest known geyser. Can you guess where that lives? Is it A, Iceland, B, New Zealand, C, Russia, or D, Chile? While all four of those countries are homes to geysers, the oldest known one is located in A, Iceland. It was discovered in 1294. Oh, let's go to Iceland and wash more clothes. Ooh, that's perfect for the cold cycle. Say, narrator, what's the name of the geyser in Iceland? Geyser. Sorry, what's the name of the geyser? Geyser. That's what he said, geyser. Geyser. So you're not going to tell us? Probably doesn't want us throwing stuff in it. No, I don't want you throwing stuff in it. But also, that's its name. Geyser. The Icelandic people called it geyser, which means to gush. In fact, surprise, that's where the word geyser comes from. Oh. But good luck spotting it. Years can go by between geysers' eruptions. There's another geyser nearby called Strokker that erupts every five to ten minutes. Of course, that could change. As we mentioned, geysers are fragile systems near the edges of tectonic plates, which are constantly moving. Forces of nature, such as earthquakes, changes in water flow, and human interaction can disrupt a geyser cycle, making it less predictable. Which is why Old Faithful isn't always faithful. Exactly. If you're looking for precision, try the Lady Knox geyser in New Zealand. It erupts at exactly 10.15 every morning. Amazing. But it's not without a little help. Remember I said people used to throw soap into geysers? Soap helps boiling water turn into steam. And as you know, steam causes an eruption. So, at 10.15 a.m., a park guide pours detergent into the Lady Knox geyser to set it off. It's become quite an attraction in New Zealand. And it was discovered by accident. Whoa. Years ago, people tried to wash clothes in some hot water springs at the site. And their soap triggered the geyser. Great. We'll wash our clothes there. Yes. No, they don't allow that there anymore either. If you want to get your clothes clean, try a laundromat, not a geyser. A double shout-out to two superfans and space campers. We've got Logan in Harriman, Utah, and Avery in Boston, Massachusetts. Thanks so much for being part of our Who Smarted family and for smarting with us. This episode, Geysers, was written by Dave Beaudry and voiced by Taya Garland, Kieran O'Connor, Adam Tex Davis, Gia Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Old Faithful Kamaski. 
The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colder. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. Who Smarted?